Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Knowing Contemplations. In these brief, compact little units of podcast, I'll be aiming to introduce you to a topic, give a bit of background and context for our exploration together, and hopefully, my intention is to leave you in what feels like a meaningful place to enjoy some reflection. I'm a big fan of little bites of information or philosophy that I can chew on as I move through my day and beyond, and I hope you are too. Today's topic is something that many traditions and cultures have practiced throughout history, though it shows up most commonly in indigenous and shamanic societies, I think. This is the concept of right relationship. It's a topic I think about and I work with a lot with people, as I think that the absence of right relationship, or even the absence of thinking about right relationship, is a primary source of our pains and struggles as modern human beings. In Peru, the term Aini, a Quechua word, is used to describe the practice and the way of living, of moving into right relationship. Aini translates as today for you, tomorrow for me. The primary principle of the shamanic teachings of Peru, just to give some background, it, just like in many places and lineages as well, is that all of life is an interconnected dance. And that when we live well within this dance, we are always considering the flow of energy that exists between us, between all things, between the world around us, within each moment even. And then we try to live as consciously aligned with that flow of energy as we can. This is what living with Aini is really all about. It's about putting ourselves back into the dance, into the natural reciprocity of the entire system into recognizing that we give and we take and we breathe in and we breathe out and perhaps these two movements, these directions may be in balance and they can. If and when we commit to living in right relationship, in this reciprocity with the world around us, we commit to a continuous reassessment of how this give and take is going. It starts off continuous, I guess. Eventually, we settle into um, a kind of knowing about the relationship that we have established with ourselves and our world. But we might start by asking questions consciously, as questions like, are we giving an adequate amount? And are we receiving well? Because as modern humans, we tend to focus our attention not on those two questions, but on the questions of what don't I have? Who has more than me? When am I going to get more? When am I going to be more, be more satisfied, fulfilled, anything, right? It is rare and difficult for some reason, and maybe we'll get into that, the reason for it in a future contemplation, but it's hard for us to see what's beautiful and given already, rather than focusing continuously on what we lack or we still desire. As Robin Wall Kimmerer has so beautifully written, we are gifted air to breathe, nurturing rain, black soil, berries, honeybees, so much more. We are provided for every moment. And yet in our hyper-individualistic, earth-as-a-resource-minded culture, we praise the mythology of the self-made man or woman. 
as if it might be possible for an individual to improve the circumstances of their life without the assistance of anything else, let alone the earth that birthed our bodies and keeps us alive. We have lost touch of the awareness of everything we receive already and the rightful question of what we might give in return for those gifts and think instead only about what we think we deserve more of or what we don't have. We have unconsciously cut ourselves off from the dance of the system within which we exist and then we wonder at the heartbreak and the grief that plagues so many of us. We are not meant to nor built to live outside of this natural relationship. In ceremony, much of the time is spent offering gifts. We lay down sweets and offer warm drinks and trinkets and fabric as a symbolic gesture of thanks, and we place them in the center with acknowledgement for the wind, the apus, which are the grandfather spirits of the mountains, the elementals, our ancestors, and more. These are, again, purely symbolic gestures, I'm quite certain that mountain spirits have really no need for saltwater taffy or hot chocolate, but they serve too as a call to give mental thanks and more, whatever we can give in our mindset to those beings that are supporting us in every moment. This is truly one of the most important things we offer back for all that we receive. Thanks. Gratitude. Acknowledgement of what we have received. Rather than taking for granted the food and the clothing and everything else that this planet offers to us, and yes, our clothing comes from the planet, of course, it all does, we give back the fullest expression of our heart spaces in heartfelt thanks to make sure that the flow of energy continues. This is how we receive well. But beyond our gratitude and beyond what we receive from the earth, for we are gifted with so much from the people and other energies around us as well, There are other things that we might offer. And I think even the earth has some invested interest in us living with these levels of awareness as well. It asks of us, everything asks of us, to live with integrity and honesty, to offer our presence and attention and our aligned soul self, to summon and cultivate our unique creativity and our medicine, To live in Aini with all that is requires us to attend to these as well. And these are big questions, but to ask ourselves, where am I living out of alignment? Where am I not doing, saying, thinking, and feeling the same things? Am I truly present in this moment or somewhere in the future or the past? Am I doing my best? Am I offering my work and full creative self in service to the whole, not so that I receive something back? It is said that the gift of human beings, the gift of self-consciousness, of awareness and attention, this is what sets us off from the rest of the animal kingdom, is what the system wants back from us in return for what we receive. It wants us to know more, to know more of ourselves, to know more of the world, to have more awareness. And in right relationship, this is what we offer back. Now, of course, the answers to these questions will always have some incompleteness in them. We are on a journey to right relationship, just like we are on a journey to getting to know ourselves and living in alignment with our soul selves. And we'll, we may arrive at a place of balance, in a sense, only to have the seasons or our lives or the moon shift, and then we are asked to recalibrate and ask again, are we receiving well? Are we giving all that we can in service? And that becomes our quest, and it's a lifelong one. We aim not to get more, or be more, or have more, 
but to commit more fully to an ever more aligned relationship, a right relationship with the system as a whole.